Hello there, my name is Oziam and you're welcome to my podcast. Um, if you're listening in for the first time, thank you so much for clicking this link. Um, I hope that this podcast is value adding to you if you're a returning listener. Thank you, I really appreciate the fact that you keep coming back to listen to me. And I hope that um, this podcast episode is value adding to you. So like I said earlier, my name is Oziam and here I talk about my life from the standpoint of faith, career, relationships, academics and everything else in between. And today is that kind of episode where I'm going to talk about talking about things like the in-between bits um so today i'm going to talk about two things essentially there was something that happened to me some weeks ago i had said on my whatsapp that i was going to talk about it on my podcast over the weekend but i didn't get to do that and then another thing happened to me this weekend and it just made me think back i'm like oh i thought that i was going to talk about that on my podcast but i didn't get around it and then i forgot and now i'm talking about it um so let me tell you what happened this weekend and then i'll take you back to the few weekends ago and then i would kind of wrap it up together so this weekend i made a dress for the first time in three years or well almost three years the last time that i made anything like a dress was june july 2019 before i traveled to my master's and then um well quick story or well background story if you don't know um i used to make dresses professionally when i say professionally i kind of had like <laughs> a small side hustle um when i was working as a consultant in lagos and it was something that i took very seriously and so i was almost always busy i was always busy actually and then i took a break to go to school and then after that i took a break to a longer break well i don't know if it's an industry break or a career it's not a career break because it's part of my career to do like my phd which is what i'm currently doing but because this is kind of like a longer run and it was actually advised um by my therapist to kind of get back into the things that i used to do that made me very happy and then i got my sewing machine and started sewing again so this weekend was the first time that i made a dress in three years and you know i was just stunned to be honest like i was just stunned by the level of growth that had happened in three years so to give some context right i had a very unhealthy relationship with work i think that i i don't know if i've spoken about this but i've spoken about like how um i have evolved through my relationship with myself my relationship with god my relationship with people like love kind of relationships in one series that i did in 2019 so you can check it out um i'm trying to remember what the name of the series was like a few episodes away but you can check it out and i don't think i've spoken about like my unhealthy relationship with work but um, i didn't even realize it until january 2019 this story is bits and bits but i promise it's leading somewhere january 2019 i was in the middle of work um as a consultant like i said and i was deep neck deep into like my my business as well just trying to to be honest i don't even know why i was doing that because it wasn't even about the money it was just the fact that i really wanted to find an expression for my creative side and i really did enjoy sewing but then it took a hold of me <laughs> so i realized at the time um i didn't know at the time but i had an accident in january since 19 which i talk about almost all the time because it was not just a uh, an incident where i almost lost my life and god gave me a second chance at life as i like to look at it it was also a life-defining moment where i had to take a step back and reevaluate my life and decide what's important for me and decide to prioritize the important things so it was in this process right i, I was I, I had an accident i was off work for like five weeks and it would have been better if like it, i was just off work um but i had my arm my left arm it was in a cast <laughs> no i think it was my right arm now i don't remember <laughs> but one of my arms were in a, was in a cast and i could not like do anything else like i think my mom was even bathing me for the first couple of days there were so many things i couldn't do sewing was like please like even because my leg was also hurt so i couldn't do that and in that moment i remember feeling now that i'm, I'm transporting myself back to that moment i remember feeling 
very very useless <laughs> i remember feeling like out of sorts i remember feeling like lack lacking fulfillment i just remember feeling so bad and the feeling of being that feeling wasn't just because of like the pain that i was feeling physically um because my healing was rapid god always gives me like rapid healing i don't know why but maybe because he loves me but i almost oh i always have like rapid healing when stuff happens to me and so like that wasn't the problem i knew it was gonna it was going god was going to take care of that right and i was already like responding well to the treatments but internally i wasn't feeling good and for me it was a soul check for me it was a pointer that i feel like god was using to show me how i developed such an unhealthy you know relationship with work and how you know one part of your life is not there anymore suddenly your identity is facing crisis or you're facing identity crisis you no longer know who you are your joy is no longer complete and so it made me question in that time right in 2019 january it made me question the fact that you know when you say things like oh god is enough for me well is he really like if your job is out of the way is god really enough for you <laughs> if your relationship or your marriage is out of the way is god really enough for you if you don't get into school or the school that you got into, something happens that you don't want to do that. Your therapist is like, look, your PhD or your mind or your brain or your life, <laughs> you are going down it, it, a hole and it's like, you know, you need to be delivered of this hole by letting go of this PhD or I don't know, something happens and some situation becomes very toxic and you have to let go. If you let go of that, would you still be you? You see what I mean? So that's the kind of question that I was um thinking about and thanks be to god you know i eventually got back to work and i started to walk through this process you know of redefining myself outside the transient bits of life like i like to call it um for me i believe that you know for me you know i'm, I'm christian so i believe that you know my life my center my core is god and i feel like everything else outside of that god is uh, transient i don't know how to explain it better than that and because it is transient it is unworthy of you hinging your identity upon I hope that's coming out the way I want it to come out. So my career is not worthy of defining me. No, it's transient. It can be here today and gone tomorrow. A relationship or a friendship is not worthy of defining me. It can be a part of me, but it's not worthy of defining me because it can be here today and gone tomorrow. My money, my bank accounts, please. <laughs> it's not worthy of defining me because again, it can be here today and gone tomorrow. And, you know, that's kind of what um, influenced the way that I was thinking about this weekend. So this weekend I made a dress and I didn't even know how much had changed because when my mom called me, it was my mom that called me and jolted me back to reality. So she was here and back up, back up, back up in the background. I use an electric machine, but I am very fast when I sew because see, I sewed so much in my life between, when did I even start sewing? I think it was 2017 or 2016 when I went for service. Um down to like 2019 when i was actively sewing i would sew i there was no week that went by without sewing there were some weeks that i sewed every single day so i'm pretty fast and now i'm using an electronic machine is that what it's called electric sewing machine and it's fast so it still makes that pack, pack, pack. So she, my mom is hearing pack, pack. she's like what's your mother you doing i'm like oh i'm sewing she's like jesus heavenly father not this sewing again and she reacted that way because she knows she's like is it not this sewing that when you are sewing you won't be able to sleep you won't be able to eat you won't be able to do anything until you finish making that dress and she reminded me of the me prior to july 29th and we had a good life and everything no mommy just forget about it that's not me anymore and it was really interesting because when i was making a dress i well i kind of started at about well it took me about four to five hours it was a wrap dress very lovely wrap dress and it took me about four to five hours because i didn't remember how to cut dresses again first of all and i had this struggle where i'd be like what it has to be somewhere in here that's one and two because i had like breaks in between so 
which would never have happened if he was like prior i i'm telling you of the person that used to sleep on the issue machine like i'm dozing and i'm still rolling you know and i don't even know how i got to that point but i think that's kind of like reflection is kind of how you you know um um, how you've grown you see what i mean so in the period between 2019 and 2022 when i I made the dress again i didn't realize i'd grown in fact something happened i missed also like the the arm when i was fixing the arm to the dress i did it upside down and the me of 2019 see there's no um, way in this world i would have been able to losing that thing patiently i remember that when i was learning to sew in 2016 2017 when I was seven, the woman that was teaching in the village, I said, she always like, you're good, oh, you're nice, oh, you're humble. But this patience, this patience, Oziyama, she used to tell me because like, if I make a mistake, I'm just going to check if anybody's looking at me. If you're not looking, I'm going to chop it all off with my scissors. No patience to sit down and losing it with like a needle. And this day, I had an, I had made a mistake, you know, over the weekend. And I, I didn't even realize until I had gone around the entire ammo, I didn't have a blade. So I don't know if you know how to sew, you might understand what I'm saying. It was tight, tight sewing, so it was not like it was a loose sewing. And I went through with a needle and losing the entire arm, the entire arm or you know, the entire attachment, turned it upside down and sewed it all right. And then I realized what did I just do? And that kind of made me think about the subject of growth, which is where you know I'm I'm I'm, tie, I'm now gonna you know tie it all together you know the subject of growth and how that growth is beautiful healing is beautiful but many times when you are in the process of growing or healing it doesn't feel like anything is changing it's kind of how when we're growing up with our siblings if you had siblings growing up and you know i didn't wake up one day and be like "Uh uh-uh look at you big sister you're so grown when did you become this tall because we're both growing together we're both in the journey of growing right but then my auntie comes and she's like jesus when did you guys become this big or when did you guys become this you know tall and she realizes that oh my goodness you guys have grown and that's because she hasn't or she hadn't seen us in a bit do you see what i mean so a lot of times when we're growing which is kind of where i'm going to center on oh yeah i wanted to talk about what happened some weekends ago I wanted to share. So I don't know, I've been saying it in bits and pieces, but I, I was in therapy a few months ago, which is one of the best decisions I've made in recent times. Ah, actually now that I'm talking about this, I think about I'm thinking about like a podcast episode on, you know, Christians and therapy. Because there's a lot of, you know, misconception and stuff. I mean I'm like if you go to the hospital to fix a broken knee, why won't you go and get your mind sorted out? Hmm? Is it betrayal to God? I don't think so. But anyways, that's a different subject. I have a friend who talks about it. And maybe we can just do it a, 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 an episode sometime. So let's see how that goes. But yeah, I've made it to my mind and I'll, I'll try and pursue that. But yeah, anyways, um, I've been in therapy for... Oh, I, I was. I'm out now. I hope. <laughs> um, For a couple of weeks. um, A month, actually. Because relocation and some things that were going on in my health. Some other things. Bits and pieces and everything together was just a bit too much for my mind to process at the time. So, um, I remember that the last episode, um, or the last meeting that I had with this woman, an amazing woman, to be honest, like, I feel like, you know, I don't even want to go into it, but, you know, the last meeting <laughs> that we had together, um, she was telling me, you know, she, she's very emotional as well. I don't know if this is ethical, but she's emotional. I don't know if there's anything she can do about that. doesn't make her less, less of a professional. I remember that when she was talking to me this last session, it was a face-to-face session. The first time that we started meeting, when we first started meeting, I couldn't meet face-to-face because, like I said, a lot of things were going on with me. I didn't, it, it was it, winter blues or what do you call it? It was just terrible for me. Um, so I didn't have the I, capacity or I couldn't just go out at the time. 
and we started meeting um, in, on Zoom and then slowly we started meeting like face to face. And I remember that the last meeting we had was face to face. I was running late. I just came in with my like bags. I don't know. I was going. Where was I going? I just had like lots of bags. I just came with all my energy. The way the actual Ozioma is, you know, and she just, you know, we just had like catch up. And then in the middle of the conversation, she's smiling and just looking at me and, you know, she's dabbing her eyes. And I don't know. <laughs> it was just a very emotional period uh, or meeting. And she's like, you know what? She thinks back to the me of the first session and that she's come to know me. Of course, like, I mean, through my personality, I don't know how to explain this nicely, but through my personality coming out in the conversations and the way that I rushed into the room, the energy that she was noticing from me, she's just like, this is just a whole different person from the person that I met on the first day that we met. And I'm thankful. That's what she said, literally. She said, I'm thankful that you, you have the courage and the resilience to want to walk through this difficult time and get to where you are now and she's like i'm the one who can see the growth that has happened much more than you can because you are the one who was working through that process you are the one who was in there but i'm the one that knows the before and the after do you see what i mean and you know it was just a really nice um, way to end up the session and i remember that she was like you want me to book another session for you and she's like i don't think you need one but i'm happy to book if he wants me to book and at that moment, I started to feel very emotional as well, because I felt like even though it's 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 like when you're learning how to swim, and you're coming from one end of the pool to another end of the pool, and you want to let go from the first end, so you know how you would you would dive into the water, but now you're in the water and you want to move, and you know that you can you can move, but you still want to hold on to the wall behind you to give you some support and to give you some. Uh, how do I explain it? You know that you can swim and go full, full, like full on, right? Because I mean, you've been doing this for a week. So, but to let go of that wall is usually very difficult for first-time line, um, um, learners. Um, so what am I trying to say? Growth is beautiful. Healing is beautiful. But many times when we're in the middle of it, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't. It doesn't even feel like you're growing. It doesn't even feel like anything is changing at all but i promise something is changing in you and it's like god is the one i mean who obviously has the overarching view who can see the before and the after i mean my therapist could see because that's the part of my life that she was able to see but she did she doesn't know my life in 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 its entirety you know it's only the part that she's exposed to that she can give you know comments and feedback on and you know god is the one who can see like the beginning the after and the end and he says that you know i have an expected end for you you know and that expected end is good and a lot of times it's difficult to believe that hey god i know what i'm saying i if i haven't experienced it i would not understand you know me wanting to detach my identity from my work i didn't even know how to go about it i just know that a step today a step tomorrow in fact I, you know i didn't finish making that dress that day which would have been impossible for me before I will sleep on that machine until I finish that dress, you know, but the fact that I could get to a point where, I, you know what, please, I'm done, I'll continue tomorrow, you know, and it was not even, I don't even know how to explain it, but I just know that growth is beautiful, and, you know, my takeaway for you guys, I mean, you listening to all this ramblings, and you're like, okay, how does this apply to me, is just be courageous enough to, or receive courage, I don't know how to say it, <laughs> be courageous enough to want to grow and heal, the easier choices, 
I beg, I beg. I'm not going to process all of this. Put it at the back of my mind. Move on. I know I have an unhealthy relationship with work, but what? We move. Every Monday, we move. Oh, we move. Or oh, I know that I need to process the way that I feel about this thing, but what? We move. I can't even be bothered. I'm just going to be coasting vibes and what, whatever. That's the easier option, right? But the tougher and the more rewarding option is to say, you know what? I know that I have an unhealthy relationship with food. I know I have an unhealthy relationship with my work. I know I have an unhealthy relationship with my boss or with my parents. And I am willing to work through it, even when it's difficult. I am willing to work through it, even when it doesn't feel like anything is changing. Because I know that progress is better than perfection. So I may not get everything right today, but I've made it an action. I've made a choice. I've made a decision. A little step today, a little step tomorrow towards my goal. And at the end of a year, I can look back in retrospect and realize, oh, wow, I've changed. You might not even see it after a year. You might not even see it after two years. But the most important thing is that every day you're making a decision. You're taking a step to becoming a better person, to becoming a better um, version of yourself, to be becoming having better relationships with this transient bit of life, like I like to call it. So, in summary, things are meant to be used, right? They are meant to use our soul. When I say things now, I mean money, I mean career, I mean relationships, I mean everything else that is just where people live on. We're not, we're, people are not meant to be used, they're meant to be loved. But um, what I'm trying to say is these things are not meant to own us, you know, they're not meant to own us. Nothing, nothing is worth that, that burden. Only God who is eternal is worthy of being the center of the core of your, the, the, of your identity and of how you want or how you should choose to define yourself. Um, yes. Um, I have done this. I'm thankful. And um, just this morning, I got news about someone in my church that I greatly admired for years, who just suddenly passed on. And like I do every time that I, I receive something, I, I do. I, it's like <laughs> it's like a child that literally just goes and says, "Mommy, anything that happens, mommy." That's the way that I am. I got a good news, mommy. I got a bad news, mommy. That's literally what I did. I called on my mom, and she wasn't in a place where she could talk. Or so I, I, I was forced to not be able to process that conversation on the on the call. So I stopped, and I thought about it, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, this man is no more. <sighs> and I was just like, oh, Sioma, get on all the one million things you need to do, which included me putting out this podcast, and um, all the other things. And like, gosh, life is brief, and um. May God teach us to number our days so that we can apply our hearts to wisdom. I don't know why I felt like I needed to put that in, but it's just like, you know, a lot of times we, we forget that we're not going to be here forever. Anyways, I wish you guys a lovely rest of your holidays. If you have anything left of your holidays by the time you're listening to this. And I hope that um, you have a great week ahead and a great month ahead whenever it is that you're listening to this. I just wish you all the best. Um, take care. May God bless and keep you. Bye.